Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Mamma Mia, welcome to the Spill Your Snackable daily podcast for your pop culture fix. I'm Kelly McCarran and I'm filling in for the lovely Laura today while she's moving her house and I'm here with my pal Key Reese. Oh yes you are, I am Key Reese. I work at Social Squad, Mamma Mia's in-house social media agency. On the show today, Kanye West has announced he is running for president in the 2020 US election, but can he even? People expect that if you're black you have to be Democrat. I have a uh, I've, I've had conversations that basically said that welfare is the reason why a lot of black people end up being Democrat. And we are also going to do What to Watch next because I know you have devoured our weekend watches and are looking for something to watch on the telly tonight. But to kick things off, we are kicking it off with the sad news last night that fan favourite Aussie treasure and all-round amazing chef Po Ling Yo was eliminated from MasterChef. And I think collectively Australia has gone into a bit of a period of mourning. Po, you are a national treasure. Every day we could be guaranteed we would get all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your love and all of your commitment. Oh, my God. So the tweets around this have been equally hilarious and devastating. My favourite was, as post-MasterChef AU campaign ends, dot, 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 so too does 2020's last chance at redemption. (laughs) So true. (laughs) We needed MasterChef in 2020 and with Poke on, it's a bit sad. A lot of people are going as far as to say that this was the saddest moment in Australian television history. And I kind of thought there's been actually quite a few other ones and I think maybe we should discuss them today. I think we should. But the funny thing was we were trying to watch some of them as we were prepping for this. And at the time they seemed so dramatic and so sad. But re-watching them... They're not very well acted. The music's just kind of funny. It was quite an amusing project to work on this morning. But what would you have said your saddest one was? Okay, so mine wasn't on any list, but I just remember this very vividly as a young gal in the year 2000. And I was watching Home Away, obviously, because obsessed. Hello. And Isla Stewart, so Alf's wife, she died. Alf and Isla were basically the couple goals the, the of couple the goals 90s. Of, okay. Yeah, of Home and Away. And they were staples in Australian television for so long. And they ran the diner together. And so the diner had moved locations. And basically she was lifting up some boxes and she had a bloody heart attack and cocked it. Oh, that is horrible. Yeah, it was really sad because I think Alf Stewart is just so lovable and seeing him, you well, know, he's the an Aussie icon like guy, yeah, it was just really sad and my poor small heart tears in two thinking well, about it. I couldn't actually think of one because I don't really watch that much Australian TV. Sorry, Australian TV. I could remember, though, when Patrick died on um, – 
Offspring. Because that was like one of my mum's favourite shows. She was puffy for days. Like people thought something actually terrible in her life had happened because she was that puffy and red for so long from her cry session. That is actually just reminding me of when McDreamy died on Grey's Anatomy because I I reckon a week straight was not okay. I was shook. I was shook to the core. And I know that you're a Grey's Anatomy fan. Oh, when he was narrating what she needed to do and what the other doctor needed to do and no one was doing it. And when Zola was like, oh, can you fix Dad? And Meredith was like, no, I can't fix him. It was so Uh. sad. Well, actually, let's just like segue that into talking about Grey's Anatomy deaths then because that's something that we can both get behind more so than devastating Australian TV moments. Well, there's been so many. I know. What would be your like most? Okay, obviously McDreamy put aside because that is just the pinnacle. But what do you reckon another close second would be to that? Danny. Danny (gasps) Duquette. Danny Danny Duquette. If I just lay here. Catherine It's like this. That performance was so good. Oh, my God. It was devastating. And like when Karev just like picks her up off the bed. You know what another really sad one was, though? When Richard Webber's wife Adele dies. (gasps) My funny Valentine. Yes. It's the songs. It's the songs with the music. It really is. everything that makes it so sad. What about Lexi? Oh, God. Meredith Grey, you've just been through too much. She had. Tell Meredith. They love her. I love her so much. Well, if you have another sad, iconic TV moment, we want to hear about it. Please. And Kelly McCarran will be posting in our Facebook group today. I will. I want How to good hear. is that? I just gave you a little bit of a job. Oh, you did. You, you thought you were done after job. the recording. I thought I was done after the recording. Key Reese is like, after the episode goes live, you are on social duties <laughs> now. Um, yeah, so I'll pop it in the group and then like let's all discuss and link YouTube clips yes. to our favourite sad moments on Aussie or international TV. Yeah, let's open it up. Let's just open it up and then have a big cry together this afternoon potentially. Sounds like a dream. <laughs> She take my money. This weekend, Kanye West announced that he is running for president in the 2020 US election, which is a hundred and something days away. So he announced his presidential campaign on Saturday, July 4th, as many, well, some Americans celebrated the United States of America's independence. And he announced it via a tweet that read, We must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision, and building our future. I am running for president of the United States, and it was alongside the Hashtag 2020 vision. I just feel like he can't do a worse job than the current president, to be honest. But I know that you have like a, lot, a much more intelligent opinion on it. I just thought it was a very Kanye thing to do. I looked into what he would actually have to do in order to make it happen. And I don't think it's possible even for him. Yes. Money cannot buy some things and votes in all of these states that have already shut down their ballots. Well, it's too late basically for him to add his name to the ballot in some states, but he is able to join the race as an independent. Yeah. And, and the weirdest thing ever, so not entertainment, but I think it's very telling of American politics, he'd likely have to run as what's called a write-in candidate, which is a candidate in an election whose name does not appear on the, the actual ballot. I saw that. That you just write their How name in. an actual thing? It's almost exclusive only done in US politics, which just goes to show there's just these random rules that are made up. So if enough people wrote Kanye West on their ballot form, he would become president of the United States. 
in theory, yes, there's a lot to it. There's different things that have to go on and different ways it's measured. Anyway, so he does have a history of wanting to run for the presidency. But so back in, I think, 2015 at the MTV Awards, he'd just received the Video Vanguard Award from Taylor Swift. They'd kind of squashed their beef at the time. And he announced that he would be running in 2020. And then I think as early as November of 2019, he announced at some other thing he was doing that he was running in 2024. So now he's come out and a lot of people saying like he's a narcissist which we all know fine the other thing is that he's also dropping an album very soon kind of a bit of a PR move which does make sense but I think it's also just like it's not the time to be doing like a Kanye lol stunt like this I I think it is so wild in America at the moment it's pretty much on fire between COVID between everything happening with Black Lives Matter it's just like not the time to be doing it and a lot of people have said that him running will detract from Biden, who is the Democratic candidate, who most people who are sane would want to win because America needs Mm. a massive overhaul, and that he would ultimately only be stealing votes from Biden, which would be black votes and the young votes, and that Trump supporters are Trump supporters, so they will not be broken. They will always vote. So I think in a time where Laura and I have had a lot of conversations about the great things that Kanye is doing, this has just really set me back. So now you're like, it just set me back. I'm like, do you need to do this? Don't you have enough fame already? Your album's going to sell out. People love you exactly. still. You are a billionaire and your wife is a billionaire as we heard <laughs> Or last not week. anymore. Can I just say though, like I completely agree with everything, but I did read a really interesting Forbes article about this oh, this morning. Oh, I love the sound of this. Hit me. So basically there's this author and he has coined the phrase the Kim Kardashian principle. Right. And I just thought that this was so interesting. And he's saying, here's why I think it's essential to open our minds and embrace a bit of this Kanye culture. He's saying that we need to create environments in which people can think without boundaries, which is literally exactly what Kanye does. Yes, that's what he stands for. So many of us would agree that innovation is a brand's lifeline. So it's safe to say that some rules were meant to be broken and new rules were meant to be made. So part of that is getting employees to think, to really think. And I'm not just talking about your tried and tested brainstorming sessions, which mainly serve for memory dumping, which is so true. So research shows that absurd ideas come from the left brain. Shallow ideas originate from the right brain. Funny ideas occur when you get the left and right hemisphere of the brain to work together to create a fun experience, which I must just use both of them. (laughs) And the extent of innovation increases when you move from the generating good to funny ideas. So basically what he was saying is Kanye running for president is anything. It's an ongoing experience and it's important for us to look at it as embracing more thinkers like Kanye. So by introducing a little bit of that Kanye culture into our mindset and into organisations, we could probably actually all benefit from that, which I just thought was a really interesting take on looking at this him running for president idea because it is true. He literally just lives in his own world. Oh, completely. And look, I love him and I will try to defend him when I can. And I do honestly get that. I think that what he stands for is being open-minded, having no boundaries, not being told what to do, not being kind of pushed into a category because you look act yeah. brought up in a certain way, which I can totally get around. I hadn't thought about it from yeah. this perspective until I read that article and I thought, I've just always thought he was an idiot. <gasps> but now no, he's very I'm deep. like... But also a bloody fame whore. So, you know, it's just like I wish you'd make it a bit easier for me to defend him all the time. Yeah. But I love that you love him and you will always defend him to the end of time. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not afraid to call him out too. Yeah, for being a silly, you're not going to be president, sir. 
Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. All right, it's what to watch next because I know you all need something to watch this week. And well, it's cold, Kay. Oh, it is bloody cold. I'm wearing a turtleneck, so I'm all rugged up today. Okay, so my what to watch next is, <sighs> this is embarrassing, it's called Floor is Lava. <gasps> have you watched it? I have oh watched it. Oh, my God. Okay, so you know exactly what I'm talking Only about. Only because Luke, my husband, has been watching it and I've just been looking at it going, how have they made an entire series about this? But it's, it's so addictive so to watch. funny. Okay, so for those of you who haven't watched it, it's a very low stakes game show and it's on Netflix. It's teams of three and the objective is to kind of jump from one side of an obstacle-filled room to the other without touching the floor, which is, of course, in inverted commas, lava. But it's it's not really. It it's like red like, cordial yeah. that's like gurgling and it's very dramatic but mm. also very like am I watching The Mummy or am I watching a game show? It's all very confusing and it's all to win $10,000. So it's a bit of a mix of a kids game show and like Australian Ninja Warrior except no one's fit. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Yes, exactly. I love it. And also when you're getting into these sorts of things, even though the floor actually isn't lava – I just know that if I was playing it, I would start getting in the mind frame and of they do. feeling like it's lava. They like, do. They're like, I'm going to avenge your death in the lava. I'm not like, going they- to perish in the lava, <laughs> in the burning ground. Because I know that sometimes when I'm playing pool games, yes, I'm 31 and still enjoy a good pool game. But if we're playing like a shark game, sometimes I get quite scared yes, in the pool. Yes, there I do get no that. Shark. I do get that. I'm a very rational human. I'm aware that there's no shark. But you're so invested in the game that you're like, oh, my God, there's a shark in the pool. And you start 100%. getting those feelings. 100%. And that's what I really liked about it. I liked that the contestants really got into it. They were really funny. One of them was like, why did you stop working out? And his brother goes, because I was sad. And I'm like, so relatable. So So relatable. Or after ISO. Oh, my God, producers, if you're listening, Key and I want to go on. So it's Floor is Lava. You can watch the whole series now on Netflix. Kelly McCarran. So I have two films that I think that you should watch this week. Yes, and I should just say I have allowed this because they were both amazing. So the first one is is a much newer film. It came out last year, but it's only become available recently in Australia to rent or purchase. So I watched it on Friday night and, oh, my God, it's a million little pieces. Yes. So it's based on the book that was written by James Frey that had all of the controversy. Google it if you don't know what I'm talking about. It was cooked and I was very upset because I absolutely adored the book, sort of memoir. <laughs> sort of um, memoir. <laughs> it stars the hot dude from the sh- movie Kick-Ass. The yes. M- And he gets his schlong out and, oh, my word, it's worth watching for that alone. (laughs) But the actual movie is really good as well. Right, right, of course. And it's shot beautifully. It's actually um, directed by his wife who is a filmmaker and it's really beautiful. And, like, my best friend hadn't watched the – hadn't read the book, sorry, and she didn't know anything about the story and she still found the actual film an absolute amazing piece of work and it also just makes you – 
it makes you look at addiction a little bit differently yeah. as well if you don't know much about it. My second recommendation is an older movie called Freedom Riders. Yes. And I was saying to Key, I was like, I didn't, oh, can I have this second one? Because basically husband was watching it last night and he was like, Kelly, you should really watch this movie. I think you'd like it. And I was like, no, I don't want to watch a movie. I don't really enjoy watching that much. So I was like listening to a podcast, but then I kept pausing it to watch parts at the start. And in the end, I just like disregarded my phone. And so I could watch this movie and I cried five or six times throughout Mm. this movie because it was so beautiful. So it's about this teacher, Hilary Swank, who's like... Swank? 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 I don't know. It's Swank. Sorry, Hillary. No, I love Sorry, that you it Swank. So she's a teacher at in this class that's filled with a lot of troubled kids. They're in like different gangs. There's a lot of racial issues. And basically she changes their life. And she it sounds does. like very, oh God, here we go. But it's based on a true story, which is what made me cry because these kids, I'm very aware that I'm ignorant, but I didn't realise how ignorant I was that I was that shook from what some kids have actually gone through watching this film because it's all well and good when it's a story but it's based on a true story and that just really hit home for me and it was just beautiful and I highly, especially in the current climate, go watch it because it will educate you. Love that. Just like it educated me, I'd say. Thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. Thank you for having me, Key. It's been quite the time. You've just been in my ear so much lately because you've also got a new podcast. Oh, I do. It is called Quizish and it is trivia for your ears. It is so, so, so good. It's so good, guys. I'm so excited because we're currently trending in the comedy charts, like higher than some of my favourite international comedy shows. So I'm just like winning and double the fun. My guests this week, so tune in on Thursday for our second episode Key Reese and Laura Brodnick your hosts of The Spill will be going head to head who will be the quizish champion you'll have to listen on Thursday to find out and I don't want to toot my own horn but it's actually an amazing episode it really is those two their banter is is strictly bants some might say strictly Strictly bants (laughs) The Spill was produced by Rachel Hart we'll see you on mamamia.com.au bye see ya (laughs) 